This is Bell. This is Thirst World Problems. And I'm here to thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate all your support and everything that you've done for us. We appreciate you sharing the word. We appreciate it so much that we want to save you 40%. That's right. 40% on top of already the deep discounts that Manscaped is offering you. We want you to look your best. We want you to feel your best. And we think that you using these products is going to help you. We've got a great deal. It's already 45% off. We're going to give you another 40% off on a Manscaped Performance Package. That includes the Weed Whacker for your downstairs. That includes the lawnmower for your upstairs. Get those nose and ears hairs all trimmed up, look proper, ready to go. That includes toner. That includes chafing and deodorant for your ball sack. That includes a mat. That includes a nice, beautiful travel bag. You can toss everything in there, as well as the most relaxing pair of boxers you'll ever wear in your life. What makes them so great, not only is the fit, but the fact that they're a free edition. If you know anything about me, it's that I love tropical drinks, and I love a great deal. So we're going to share this deal with you. Use the promo code THIRSTWORLDPROBLEMS. Use the promo code THIRSTWORLDPROBLEMS, and you're going to save yourself a boatload of money. Now, spring has sprung, and it's time for you to get fresh. So use the code THIRSTWORLDPROBLEMS. Get free worldwide shipping. Save yourself some more money on top of already the deep discount. Thirst World Problems, Manscaped, doing a collab to help our listeners, to help you right there. Now, treat yourself, treat your significant other, treat your mom, treat your dad, treat your brother, treat your sister, treat anybody. Because Manscaped products, once you give them away, can be enjoyed by anybody in any way, shape, or form. Manscaped, Thirst World, this is it. Do yourself a favor. Use the code. Don't miss out. There's a real problem. That's the Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. Doc, what? give me a break. This is Bell coming at you from behind the mic on Thirst World Problems. And we're just letting people know how they how we feel about them today. Just is anybody you know that, Aaron? What's that? Prick? Yeah, prick. No, that's fallen the way of the dinosaur now. No, man. Um, I can't remember the last it, time I heard someone call him. What's the real prick. meaning behind that? What does it mean? Like, like he's a thorn uh, on the side? Well, maybe that's like the origin of it, but I mean, like when people used to use it, it was literally like calling someone a dick, so, fucking prick. Oh yeah. So like, what, what's like the prick. real meaning of it? Is it, it's literally because like, oh, like you like prick people, or like, oh, like you, I'm gonna look you it just up. annoy people. So the etymology of the word. Okay, well, you fancy, huh? All right, so once again, we are back on Thirst World Problems. There's a lot going on. And first and foremost, it is football season. Football season. B, you love football almost as much as I do. I know Nick has been on the opposite side for a little bit here. Our last few seasons, this guy's forgotten what true football is all about. But B, what's got you excited about the NFL? Not much, man. Pretty shitty opening uh Honestly, pretty shitty opening weekend, to be honest. Very low touchdown count. 
it was touchdowns were down like I think twenty eight touchdowns versus last uh, last year opening season. So kind of a shitty start to be honest. It wasn't uh wasn't that exciting. I don't, Ooh, don't like to I was say, gonna it, say but... man, if you, if you don't think it was exciting, you must have drafted <laughs> wrong, man. Eckler, Aaron Jones, Brandon Ayuk, all multiple touchdown scores. Oh. Yeah, I'm talking about our real football here. So it was a, hey, that is real football, baby. Yeah. You tell me, fantasy doesn't drive the amount of attention that the NFL gets right now. You're crazy. So you literally have Jets green on in the back there. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Guess who my quarterback is? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So, so we don't have the exact, you know, obviously a confirmed news, but multiple Twitter doctors. That are always watching the stuff. I'm are actually saying are saying that Aaron Rodgers is has a major Achilles injury and he's out for the season. So it's crazy because he ran out like it's 9-11 today, right? So and he's in New York oh, now. Oh, so he came out with the flag, like the atmosphere was crazy if you watch that entrance. And on the third or fourth snap, just uh snap that Achilles is what it seems like. And man, it's crazy because the like, like I was saying earlier, the the NFL has the Jets on for seven primetime games, man. Seven <laughs> more primetime games, so it's going to be very brutal watching them. As of right now, they have six points. They're at home, and they have six points. How much do the with, Bills have? Because I'm playing against Gabe Davis there's, too. There's so. five. It's thirteen to six. There's five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They have six points. Guess how so, much money he's guaranteed? Seventy-five mil. 75 mil and you but, just told me this guy hey, might be out for the season and he's going to bounce back at his age too plus so last season wasn't that what do you think either. about that nick jets Ooh, curse? who's the um who's the uh backup zach wilson was it wilson zach wilson apparently he had a pick six on the right out of the bat too yeah, but, he, um, oh yeah his first his first throw was a pick six yeah it's tough man think about this you're you're hyped you got a hall of fame quarterback you Remember, like him going on... in, going in like that chamber to like think about the decision and yeah. the COVID stuff, right? I, I didn't take the shot and all this, right? You're going Crazy. in, you know. You got guys <laughs> wanting to play for you. First snap, and you're done. And I don't know about you, but that would just take the air out of that whole entire stadium. So, oh, it's been quiet the whole game. Now. You gotta you gotta wash them off, and uh, whoever tried to pick the Jets to uh, to go far <laughs> might as well rip that ticket out, man. Because that's it. If he's out for any kind of significant time, it's already done. Like Jets, no, he's done. Pack yeah, it up. He's, he's old, man. You gotta realize his. If he if he was like if he was like twenty five, I would say he'll probably come back for playoffs, but. There's no way he's going to recover from that. He's too old for that. That's it, man. Now all the attention has to go back to where it should be, be going this entire time, man. Neon Dion, baby. Coach Prime. You guys get up, caught up on any uh, college football yet? You guys get sucked into the Colorado hype yet? Yo, I, I love what he's doing, man. He's he's like he's one of those guys. Like, I've always loved primetime, man. He's True like, 49ers fan. That's why, buddy. No, like you gotta think about this, and people don't realize this. I think the two greatest athletes of all time, Bo Jackson, yeah, and Sanders. 
And the reason being, they both played two professional sports. You don't, you will never ever see that ever. Yeah, people will go, yeah, LeBron can do that, rule Westbrook. That's fine, but they've never done it. So you can't say they would have done it. They they won't do it. It's more of like a high risk rather than reward. And these guys were killing him, man. So well, didn't he score a touchdown on Sunday in a playoff game? And then the next day he went and uh hit a home played, run in the World Series. Hit a home run. Dude, yeah. that's that's, that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. Like, just, yeah, just think about that. Just think about the teams that. Teams wouldn't even allow that now. Oh, no. Not a chance. No, he also played. It used to be a thing. He played <laughs> in a regular season game, got into a helicopter, <laughs> and went to a, a playoff baseball game. <laughs> like It's just like weird shit that, that like, he was allowed to do that. No, like you said, no one would ever be allowed to do. No one would even think about doing it and replicating crazy, some one of those the, scenarios. The crazy thing about this is, have have they just played like whatever schools? I would have been like, man, it is what it is. He's just a very good coach. He just probably just knows some of the solid plays. But they beat a ranked team to um, you know, the two very solid schools, and his kids killing it, man. That's, That's it. You're right, man. Like yeah. TCU. What is it? Shadow Sh- or something? Yeah. yeah. TCU. Him, and then uh then Nebraska, which was supposed to be like Bro, he threw they, for like four, he threw for like 420 yards yesterday or a couple days ago. Yeah, like he he's been he's been tearing it up. I mean, he's got the he's got the pedigree there, so you would say, okay, right? But now this guy's playing quarterback. It's not just like he's playing receiver, it's not like he's playing uh defensive back not taking anything away from those positions but generally oh you're taking see... everything away from them well generally you don't let's not see... uh let's not uh get that but, yeah uh, you don't see the here. you don't usually see the kid playing that far out of a different position than the father that was there to train him up in that position you know what i mean like if you have a great defensive back you can you can coach receiving as, as easily as you can coach the defensive side of things but we don't really know what Dion's experience is with quarterbacks. So even if you say he got a head start as an athlete and doing the little things and the work ethic, sure. But like, then you fine tune it into quarterbacking skills and reading defenses. Dion could help with that for sure. But like the throwing mechanics, all that, where does that come in? Right. So it's, it's, it's awesome to see. And the best part Dude, is no, man. he, the talk, man, he's talking, he's telling you what he's going to do. Come on and try it got rid of like basically the whole roster that was at Colorado before. And I guess that's also the different thing now with these new rules, right? With that transfer portal, it opened up the gate where now Dion can really shine and get guys based on his recruiting skills. If you think this year was slick, what's going to happen next year when he's going to be able to pull in a few more guys after this? Like they were only slated to win three games. Like that's what all the pundits were saying. Like maybe they'll score three games right now, man, they could blow that out of the water. They're ranked right now. They're ranked for like the first time in like over a decade or something ridiculous like that. So about seats, too, man. The, the the one thing that he said, like, and honestly, like, he nailed it. And I honestly believe it is don't allow my confidence to offend your insecurities. Like, I love that line, man. Like, <laughs> the guy, people will treat him as he's too cocky, he's too confident. But it's one of those like 
I'm focused on me and what I need to do. Everyone is focused on the way it seems like what I'm doing, right? Like, so I think, like, I love stuff like that. So good for the program. I didn't, I never thought Dion would be a coach, to be very honest. Um, good on him, man. It's good for college football because now it's like a big, fresher breath air, right? Like, you're always going to get your Oklahoma's, your Bama, you know, your same teams, man, over and over and over again. It gets annoying, man. So, the fact that Colorado's on there, I might have to, uh, I might have to put some money on that, man. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you want to go out, man. D. Oh, dude, you want to go? Who do you got? The Jets with their current quarterback, Zach Wilson, versus Dion's team. Coach Prime. Coach Prime's Colorado Buffalo. Honestly, I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, Colorado. <laughs> no, oh, the Jets are done, man. So one thing I um one thing I want to ask you guys, you know, it is it is 9-11. You know, um where were you guys when that happened? I just I don't think we've ever talked about this, but maybe we have. But where what were you guys doing during that time? Um especially like nowadays everyone's got a phone, you know. Technology wasn't that greatest then. Um, what were you guys doing, Bell? I was just leaving the university. Just leaving the science lounge, hopping on a bus to go to my <laughs> job. So you right. weren't uh, you weren't studying basically. You weren't in class. <laughs> you were just lounging playing foosball. <laughs> Damn right. You know there the you foosball go. exactly. Science yeah. lounge. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what that was. Finish up a game of uh, foos, and then was hopping on the bus to go to work, and then right when I was leaving, people were kind of like, "Oh, like something's going on, something's going on." Not quite, whatever. Hop on the bus, get to work. See, like I've got a few phone calls, but then when I walked in, uh, the last person that was working the shift had the TV on. It was like, "This is crazy! Like you got to see what's going on." Da da da. I didn't think anything of it really at the time, but the more you watch the coverage and the more information that got released, because it's like you said, it's a lot different now where there's so many different shots from someone's phone. Twitter is going to be blowing up. Like there was just so, it's so easy to get information now, but back then it was like, you were literally waiting to find out. Even the news coverage would be like, we're going to have to wait and see uh, what happens next. As soon as we get our correspondent, they'll let us know that, da, da, da. So, like, it was like you're glued around the TV waiting for any bit of information that you can get because that's probably the first contact point you're going to get as opposed to, like, any like being on the Internet, unless you were, like, back then, like, on some of the message boards or whatever it was. BW. Um, so, I just remember, so I was probably in, like, what was I in grade, like, maybe grade two or three? So I remember coming home. Obviously, there's no. This guy's a great tour. No TV at home, or obviously no phones around. No one knew anything basically. So I remember I came home. My mom picked me up. I came home, and uh, like maybe four thirty-five, we turned like the TV was on, and um, and I think my mom might have been telling, saying something in the car or something about it too, because she was at home. 
And that was basically it, man. I saw it on the news there. And I, I just kind of remember like just buildings like just like on fire and stuff. I didn't really think like too, too much of it. But that was basically it. That That's all I remember from that time of of what it was. That's so insane. not too not too crazy vivid, but I do remember it. But nothing crazy. All right, Nick. What about you, buddy? <clears throat> I was in uh, high school. Um, I just remember they they rolled out the TVs everywhere, like in the school, and everybody was talking about it. And <clears throat> I think I think that was like the beginning of like where I started like realizing that there, there, um, there's like conspiracy there's and the people like people are not who you think they are on mm. TV you know like that type of stuff like people obviously were against um, you know George Bush they you know you started hearing like well it was a ploy you know they were all together on it like just things like that you know like and that's where like your mind started like twisting and turning and you know you know like because before it was always whatever you see on the news that's that's it that's right news. like you take it a face value that's it. yeah yeah now like obviously it's amplified so um amplified so much where you you got to figure out what what is right and what is wrong to you right so to me that's what open my eyes i'm not a conspiracy there is like but i mean like you hear things and then you started you started hearing both sides of you know what happened and whatnot but yeah when that happened that was that was the biggest wake up call like this is reality you know you know like what's going on and i remember crazy like i remember like rudy think about this rudy giuliani was the mayor and this guy became like a hero. Now look at him. How the right. mighty have fallen. Guys in yeah. Trump was like allowing people to go into his like hotels just to stay safe and like just things like that. But now you see things as like your heroes are just like your enemies. Like, you know, like it's just very weird. But yeah, I was in high school when that happened. So clearly, like I, I had a cell phone, but it was just the phone, so. Well, that's it. it back in the day. Now I'm yeah. curious. I be interesting to hear some of our some of our listeners. So if you're listening, you had a cell phone then in 2001. Like the blue. I did have a cell phone. Yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How much percent of people had a, a cell phone then? Could be more than half. Oh. It's probably less than half, I think. Yeah, it had to be less than half, right? Because it was. Texting was the boom. That was the big thing to text. Because it's just old kicking ones off too, though. Old, like it was still like T nine. Yeah, because old no, ones no. like man, that's like you know, if it was like oh six oh seven, obviously at, at that point everything was already kind of you could text blah 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 whatever. Yeah, old yeah, ones kind of like yeah, I had my Nokia was a T nine. Yeah, that's and, a uh, yeah. we had like a few of them in our group of friends where it was like. Probably every second or third person had one. So whenever we'd go out in groups or whatever, it's like 
Okay, like still do. Buddy up so you can fight Mike each other. Still, <laughs> still on the same, on the same bone. <laughs> but if you remember, if you're listening at home and you remember what you were doing at well around 9-11, let us know. Send us a message. Hit us up on IG at Thirst World Problems. Let us know what you were doing and the significance it has for you. I know it hit a lot of people differently in a lot of different ways, and everyone's got different stories. So let that fly. Let us know and be interesting to reflect on and get that on. What's that? Let that slip out. I heard you dropping an end bomb right there. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this World Cup here. Let's talk about this World Cup. Germany wins. You guys should see this heated battle I had on social media. It was ridiculous. Kind of that bronze arm. Dude, Team Canada killing it, buddy. Not killing it. What are you talking about? Like, this was set up supposed to be the U.S. versus Canada for the gold, and you had a shot at it. The U.S. drops out by (laughs) fucking up, and now Canada follows suit right after. Like, they... This was supposed to be, and that's still the best we ever did is bronze. But this was supposed to be our time, man. Bro, bronze for world basketball for Canada, bro. Best they've ever done. That's pretty crazy. Best they've ever done. But you know, you wanted that gold championship match, man. I think, I think this really exposed uh, Steve Kerr. Exposed Steve Kerr. He can't play about Curry. Is what you're saying? Without Curry. He's he's not that good of a coach. Let's put it that way. Mama, there goes that man. But um, the funny thing about this is Schroeder with MVP. Toronto Raptors own Schroeder. <laughs> MVP, man. So, uh, bro, Dennis, and, the funny, and the funny thing now is <laughs> Schroeder, um, MVP. It's like, it's like Canada just beat up it's like Canada just beat up the U.S. The U.S. literally ran away and had to go to Big Brother, and now LeBron's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run it back, bro." Like, funny thing is, LeBron hasn't even said anything. It's all, there's, no, he uh, did. Yeah, in the room, uh, there's a lot of chatter going around. LeBron's going around uh, rounding up the troops, and uh, yeah. the troops yeah. might be a uh, Steph and all this. <laughs> yeah, let's wait till July. KD, right? Real answers. KD and Curry. That was the report. LeBron's out here trying to get. Uh, I believe it. That was the report too. And you're right, B, because I, I hate these wait, stupid reports. But that was it. Wait till Le- July, man. That's all I'm Le- saying. Well, it was like LeBron is ready to make a decision, and word is he's talking to Curry. <laughs> he's just he's just the decision maker for everyone, man. That's sick. <laughs> he, he's ready to make a decision, and he's going to talk to Curry and KD. Like it just says nothing. Just says nothing. You might be. I'm, he's ready to make a decision that he's never going to play again. Like, what, like but, what but I was do? reading. But I was reading an article, and um, it's very true though. Like, the problem with USA basketball is they just pick and choose. Hey, you want to play? Hey, you want to play? Like, yeah, yeah, man. But if you look at any other team, all those guys want to play for that national team. Big difference. You actually want to play for your country. Well, the U.S. does that because they believe they're just – they're so much better that they think just, like, talent pounding is just going to win them, right? That's but not. But it well, usually I mean, does, that, right? Well, that's one of the things. Okay. I mean, if you look at it, if you look at it this way, 
a lot of the guys, like you're saying, guys aren't dying to play for their team. A lot of reason guys aren't so eager is because of what B alluded to is the fact that, man, it's okay if I don't go. These other guys will st- are still better and still good enough to win it on their own, right? The biggest thing that the U.S. does that's a bit different from most of the other countries, and maybe it's because they don't quite have that option, is they've got way too many like guards. And they're all their bigs try to play like guards. They don't have enough bigs for when they actually play against teams with bigs. And then what are they going to do in the, in those situations? So it's either they try to over talent it and you play with a small ball. And that's why you have Kerr in there. Right. Or you go old school, but that's not the way they've been playing in the NBA. So how do you make that adjustment then? Right. Like in the other foreign leagues, they still play that way. Yeah. But you need guys that who want to play. They want to be there, man. They're majority of those guys were there for the wrong reasons. Right. They were there just to boost their next step for the league. Like Contract, look at Brooks, man. Look at Brooks. Guy killed it. Like, like you're telling me Houston's – I think at first Houston was probably like, do we do a good decision on getting this guy? Now they're like, yo, this guy can score. Like, we didn't even know that. So when you think of Dylan Brooks, like, you're thinking just defender, right? Trash talker. The guy can score, man. Like – well, see, it's going to be interesting to see if he's able to continue something like that. I mean, like usage has a lot to do with it, and the company that you keep has a lot to do with it. That being said, I don't know who's on Houston that's going to be taking the bulk of the shots. But didn't they just sign? Who was it that they signed with uh, with Brooks? Oh, your buddy, Fred Van Vliet, right? So Yeah, I don't know. About that. that's, a, that's a terrible backward. But I mean, like, but I mean, like, there's no way Van Van Vliet's gonna stay there, man. Like that guy's gonna be gone midway through the season. Like you think Brooks outlasts but, him? Oh, easily, dude. Brooks is a way better player than Van Vliet. <laughs> Do you think that if Fred was playing in Brooks's position, like playing up with Team Canada at that point, that he couldn't put up? Oh, Dylan numbers? Brooks, very good player. Very good player. He's very you good guys player. have drank the Kool-Aid on this guy, eh? No, no. Dude, no, no. good old Canadian bro, if you boy, watch the playoffs last year and the year before that and you actually watched him play, he's honestly a really good player. It's just he he just poked the wrong guy, man. So when oh, you say well, really he when just, you say really good player, 40, he just dropped 40 on team. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Well, you that's a USA team that's already beat. Like they're like What? What are you talking about? I mean, they're already what are you talking about? Their spirit's already hard. broken. They, were, they weren't there to play for bronze. You know that. They weren't supposed to lose a game. People beat them up when they – who was it? They lost to, like, Italy or something? That's like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So you think they, they want to lose to Canada in basketball? Wanted to lose? No. What I'm saying Canada, is mentally – What I'm saying is mentally they weren't tough here. enough. This is We're talking about Canada these guys lost to, bro. Bro. We don't even sniff. We don't Italy's even sniff worse. fucking basketball, man. What I'm saying is mentally, once they lost that game, they were already broken, man. They were just there to get stolen on at that point. Did you watch the game? Uh, did you watch the game? No, I saw some the highlights. You think I was up at like whatever time in the morning that was? Like 5 a.m.? No, I didn't watch the game. Think about this, man. He dropped 39, 4 and uh, 5 and 4. And the guy played 42 minutes, man. And so apparently, uh, Apparently, the USA 2024 roster, the nickname is the last dance roster. Man. 
<laughs> I don't even buy that. I don't even buy that. that that's, that's a crazy Austin awesome, awesome. Avengers Assemble, man. That's what he's <laughs> He's like, put the world in their place, check the down ball. <laughs> that's so stupid. His oh. his uh his name is Richard Staple BSN slash R N man. Oh, nice nurse. What, what that t-shirt, man. Check the ball. Register nurse. Check the nurse. Right. Check the damn ball, man. USA right, last guys roster. Your um Bell's last comment just defeated me right there, man. I can't it your your basketball your basketball knowledge is slowly deteriorating. I can see it within my eyes, man. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You say that you wouldn't take Dylan Brooks over most of the guys that you have. Like, oh, would you trade him? What's that? Oh, Fred Van Fleet. Okay, well, Houston. Houston has them both, me, so I guess that's your dream. Give me team a trade right scenario. Now, right? Give me a trade scenario. Would you take? Okay, so what about the MVP? Would you take him over the MVP? Shorter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That should be a yes. That, that one I'll give you. That should be a yes. Who well, else are you going to take? One. Okay, so Siakam, is he going to be your go-to guy on, on the Raptors? No. Okay. What about... He's, he, he's proven that he, he like he's not the guy. He's a comp. And watch. And watch this year. Um, You're going to see... You're going to see him be the third guy now because they've given him the chance. The too third late guy you're saying Siakam is going to be the third guy. Oh yeah. So you would take, you would take Brooks over Siakam. I would take Brooks over Siakam. B? What has Siakam done, man? No. What, what, about, <laughs> what about Scotty what Barnes? Done? <laughs> Dude, Scotty Barnes is the team now. Okay. So, you know, you know, you're going to take Barnes over Brooks. Yeah. Scotty Barnes over Brooks? No. Yeah. No? You know, no. so you're so you're all in on you're all in then. Like you want him on the Raptors to be the star of the Raptors. No, I don't want him on the Raptors, but I'm saying you're giving me a scenario who's better. Like, yeah. I think Dylan Brooks is better than Siakam, yes. I don't think Dylan Brooks can maintain being the guy on the team. Dude, he just guarded LeBron. He just he literally guarded LeBron. And look at look at the playoff series, man. Oh, he got, but he got cooked, man. Without, without Morant. <laughs> what? Oh, who's that? Now, look, you called me out for my basketball knowledge here. Now I can't even freaking remember this guy. The Knicks. Is it Jalen Brunson? <clears throat> yeah. What about him? Yeah. Who would you take you're, over those two? You're struggling, man. Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks or Brunson? Brooks. You're just all in on this guy. You must yeah. have stock in him or something. I don't know what's going on. Jalen Brunson. Did you just buy his man. shoes? Did you just buy his signature shoes? Is that what's going mm. on right now? Brunson's a bum, man. Just look at his dad. <laughs> like anyone remembers his dad. Rick Brunson? I remember him, <laughs> man, because I remember him because uh that was when Jordan left. And is bad. The replacement was him, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> the replacement, replacement Michael Jordan. That's all I remember, and that name stuck in my head forever. Man. Just the hardest, hardest act to follow. All Absolutely right, moving forward here, Bell, you got a story here about Mason Cameron. Let's hear it. 
Mace in Cameron. It is what it is. Not Mace in Mace and. <laughs> what? No, Mace with Harlem World. <laughs> Anyways, they got a brand new pod. Well, I guess it's not brand new, but they got a hot Ooh. new pod. And they just signed with uh, Underdog Fantasy Sports. Right? That's that's it, B? Helping me out? What is that? Yep. Uh, it's it's beyond me. I think it's another one of those like uh, one-day fantasy uh, type deals. Oh, but yeah. uh, they just signed a contract for $30 million. Wow. So they got $30 million coming to them. Just only one mil guaranteed. Talking sports. Talking only sports. One only, only one million guaranteed. Apparently, yeah. it's coming, the news is coming out now. Apparently, LeBron has the last uh, say on whether it's one or two mil. So, Jeez. pretty big news here. He's got out making all the decisions. But the other amazing thing going on for Mace right now is Diddy's also been giving back uh, publishing rights to his bad boy employees have been fighting for this for years. And as you know, as a lot of uh, major artists have been selling those rights off to other companies and getting that lump sum payment, they sell it off for, for a few years, like you saw Bieber do. Lump sum. Right? But uh, no, he's been giving it back. Like you tell your employer, right? Like, yo, just give it as a lump sum. Right? <laughs> he's been holding on to it forever. And now he's finally giving it back when he could be actually making tons of money off of it so either he's had a change of heart he's softening up i don't he maybe he's still mourning j-lo i don't know what it is but it's just diddy's out here being generous being santa claus right now mace is collecting on two fronts and the craziest how, thing how is much, how much money do you think mark curry got mark curry yeah <laughs> he was on the bad boy roster <laughs> Wow, you what you quoted Rick Brunson earlier? You're bringing out Mark Curry. You, you not, not even Loon. For life. Not even Loon, man. You didn't even Yo, give me Loon a Loon. Was good man. Loon was my guy, man. <laughs> you never heard that song, "Bad Boy for Life." I I have. I yeah. I couldn't call up Mark Curry no though. When nowhere. <laughs> That's it. Mark okay. Curry was All right. Drive. Sure. But I'm that saying, being man, said, also if you take a look. At uh, Mace's podcast there. They pretty much stole our colors, bros. So I don't know if we can uh, get some kind of infringement on them. If you look at their set, it's too close, man. It's too close. So what do you what do you think we need to do to get to that 30 mil? What do we I know, need I know. to do to get that 30 mil? I know the answer. No, oh, you know the answer. You have all right. If you got it teed up, I have you just teed up a question for yourself. So I guess that's how it goes. All right, let's hear it. Yeah, I'll uh, ask myself the question and answer it. And B and B's gonna agree to me on this. I think Bell, you need to just smoke a hell of a lot before <laughs> you come on. <laughs> That's what Maze does. Yeah. Hey, you're saying that they're all uh, they're all you gotta be cooked. You gotta it's actually be in co- contract. You gotta be cooked coming into this and just giggle all day. <laughs> right. That's the name right the after. Name. Right after they made the siding. They're going doing a deep dive. So on all, uh, I think it's actually I think it's for the whole... Sprite. You're drinking Sprite. Oh, clear Pepsi. You remember that crystal clear Pepsi? Sorry, what were you saying? I'm, 
Well, I asked you about Crystal Clear Pepsi, then you just dismissed it. But all right, let's keep it moving here. So Mace and Cameron have agreed to have on AB for the whole football season. So right after these guys sign their contract, they go out and get Antonio Bryant to come into the studio and start talking football with him. Who the fuck is that? Antonio Am Brown. Gonna... Antonio oh, Brown. Okay. Oh, man. Antonio, Antonio Bryant Brown, was a wide out, but he wasn't. Antonio Brown's bad. a bomb, man. <laughs> you want you want someone who's just not on this planet? He's the perfect guy, man. He gets he's gonna get viewers though, right? People want to see what he's gonna do next. I can't, it's not when everyone knows it's not gonna last the season. Something's gonna happen. He's not gonna, gonna be backfire on them. Right, bro. This guy literally went out of the fucking. <laughs> he literally walked off the field, took off his helmet and shirt, and just yep. went like this. Like everyone was celebrating him, and that's the last that you ever saw of him. And he's arguably a top five or six receiver all time. And that's how he ended his career. Was it? Was that the year that the Bronco, uh, um, Bucks won? No way. Uh, no, but AB won with the Bucks. He got his ring yeah. with the Bucks. Yeah, right, right. But that wasn't yeah. the year. No, right? the following so, year, twenty twenty was when that, the Bucks won. I mean. That was when like Brady's last. Yeah. Thing, right? Yeah. So he just anyway. So we'll That's see, man. We'll see how the pod is. But so, what's the reason Diddy's giving his rights uh, rights back? There's got to be some positive in it. He's not just giving out free money, right? Well, well, I think a lot of these guys are selling their. Um, their catalogs right well that was the thing he owned he had all of it in his possession so he could have he could have got hundreds yeah. of millions from that thing because he had hundreds so, of millions. so many artists that. though because didn't, just just didn't justin bieber only get like 200 million that's justin bieber 200 million yeah but it's the whole bad boy family right like it's not just like diddy's stuff you know he's still gonna have some big stuff on that, like he like as a record label and as a crew. Yes. I'm Sorry. Well, <laughs> like he had bad, of uh, bad, all of bad, that. Bad joke there. Sorry. Right. So cool. why is he giving it back? No money. I think there's no money in music. Oh, <laughs> I think there's no money in music. That's why they're selling it like that. To be very honest with you, it's just weird timing, though. It's weird timing that he's giving it back. At this time, when if any time he could be making more money off of it now, so I don't know. Maybe he said you're not making money off it. <laughs> like now you're making more money off. Jay Z still making money off that rock or I'll tell you that. What are you talking about? You can't make money off of it. There's Stop no money it in music anymore. It motherfucking crew, man. We just finished talking about how everyone's selling off their catalogs for tons. Yeah, of money. they're selling it. They're not. They're not keeping it in like. Getting it off streaming accounts. No, but he could have done he could have done the same thing for all of those artists, is the point. Right? Instead, he's giving it back to the artists where they can go and then do that. Yeah, but he's probably there's probably a, a reason why something. he's doing it. Yeah. He's probably making something. the most out of it, right? So that's why he's probably, probably write something off or something. Yeah. Maybe he's just tired of being a jerk, man. Like, hasn't Mace been asking for his rights for how long? Who cares what the fuck did I want? <laughs> Honestly. Underdog, underdog uh, fantasy sports does, apparently. 
Yeah, 30 mil is crazy, man. I'd love to see that contract. It's probably just heavy incentives, man. You've got to get like 100 million viewers. Like, yeah, it's 30 mil, but like, there's no way it pays out even like a couple mil. They haven't yeah. been at it long either, though. So, man, like, they came and took, saw a lane and they just went with it. So, I wonder if they actually know like sports and stuff like that. Or there's make, because I've seen like Cameron just say random stuff, right? But like, that's are mainly they what the pot is, stuff? eh? Like, it's mainly a sports pot. What's um, <laughs> you know what we need? We need exactly. one of those like um, we uh, need to get sponsored by one of those, like, uh, those food uh, those food websites that deliver food like, like healthy <laughs> stuff like pork <laughs> chops and stuff like that. We need one of those, man. I need, I need a discount code. Yeah, I need a discount code. With skinless pork chops. Hello, fresh. <laughs> Um, Chicken breast with nacho sauce on any stuff like that. <laughs> All right, I think we're done here, folks. Again, thank you uh, for listening to this amazing episode. Um, Bell, where can we uh, get our whole social media networks here? On IG at Thirst World Problems. Hit us up on Gmail. Send us an email the old-fashioned way. At G at thirstworldproblems at gmail.com, thirstworldpod, I should say, at gmail.com. You've got us on the Instagram. You can find When's us. the last on... time you went on the IG? Last time I went on the old IG. I rest my case, folks. Oh, a great night here. Right when they release threads. Anyone still do that anymore? Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at ThirstWorldPod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.